Fatima Hakim. Welcome to Urban Folk Tales. Thank you. So how has lockdown been treating you so far? When I've gone through your uh, Insta page, I can see that you're posting something every once in every two days. So do you think that this time has been beneficial for you to follow your passion, for you to do what you love doing? Um, I have uh, I have been in a lockdown since I can remember. Like, uh, I wouldn't say a complete lockdown like the situation that we have right now. But uh, I've been mostly inside my room. Like, I would lock myself up for like... Uh, 10 days and then I would go off travel come back then I would sit in my room work for like so many days then I go back so um, the only thing that's different is I can't go to places and recharge myself and come back otherwise I don't feel so much of a difference because I have been inside my room most of the time so it's just the same old same old there's not much of a sort of yeah and you're a person who loves to express yourself. You love to sing. You love to dance. You even uh, love to write based on the literary pieces I've seen that accompany your artwork. But you chose art as your primary medium of expressing yourself. What's so special about art? Everything. Uh, art has absolutely no limitations. Okay, so when it comes to dance, there are certain moves that I have to, you know, uh, I have to train myself for so long and, you know, for the flexibility and things. If there is music, there's a lot of codes that I have to, and it's kind of expected, right? So I, I, I expect myself to sing something like this or I expect myself to dance something like this, but it's never the same with art. Like uh, something that I plan and something that comes out is entirely different. And... Uh, and I think that's what makes it very dear. Like, it's just like, I've said this before. It's just like reading a book that you have never read before. So every time I, I make an art, it's like reading a new book. I don't know how it's going to end up like, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Maybe it's because you're suited to art. Like, it's, it's an, is it like a natural talent? Would you say it is? No, no, no. I wouldn't call it a natural talent because I was pretty shit at it when I was young. Like <laughs> My brother used to paint amazing. Like He used to win all the competitions and everything. But I was pretty shitty at it. But then it's something that I trained myself and it's something that I practiced over the years. But I never did that because I wanted to be an artist. There was nothing like that. I just did it because it made me feel better. And somehow I okay, ended okay. up this way. Amazing. Also, um, so you grew up with dyslexia, right? And it gave you like a hard time in school. But then from being a scared little girl, you're now a confident young woman who's a rising social media personality with um, two exhibitions, several workshops. What gave you the courage to make that transition? What is it that drove you? Um nothing was planned to be very honest like um um i can't do small talks and i don't believe in filter talks also so okay. uh, i all these happened because i wanted to survive and uh, uh my mind or my soul did not want the normal things that people would love like a stable life or a, or a lot of money or things like that my soul demanded a lot of different things. So I had to fulfill it in order to 
survive i i had to fulfill it in order to you know go forward with life so i did it as i did things as i felt or okay. not as advised not as written down or not according to the societal norms i did things um that i felt so yeah but like as you just said you broke what was uh, the society's version of normalcy right it wasn't exactly what society wanted you to be that you became and it wasn't what the educational system wanted you to be that you became you completely break the broke the mold right and do you think that you know modern society and the educational system support that like have they been fair to you um i can't really say that because um um we the society or i'm not talking about the society the educational system that we have right now it's all about mugging up it's all about memorizing yeah. so mm-hmm. you you you're trying to understand a person's intelligence or a person's potential by how much they can mug up or how much they can memorize that's absolute bullshit yes you know a person's iq is never never ever dependent on that like yeah. i've seen i've seen like uh, autistic students with insane iq that has yeah. blown mm-hmm. my mind off so um i think the parameter that they use you know uh, to rate the intelligence or uh, to rate the capacity of children is absolutely bullshit yeah it's completely so, uh, yeah because it's 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 a very uh, i feel like it's a very ancient system that we still follow it's 2020 and yeah. we're still following that so um and uh, dyslexia or or uh, other learning disabilities these things these uh, i wouldn't call it disability i would like to call it different ability yeah. so these are not included in the current educational system right now mm-hmm. like we have nothing to deal with them the teachers are not given proper education to deal with children like that to you know different to understand children like that and uh, to understand what they want mm-hmm. so um i think that is something that i lacked when i was growing up there a lot is there to change like do you um, think it changed i think more than i think it's gradually very gradually changing but uh, see i am not someone to talk about it authentically but i think we have to learn we have to teach a lot of uh, morals and human values and humanity and we have to teach a lot about art and poetry how to connect with people we have to be taught about energies we have to be taught about more about science psychology mm-hmm. philosophies rather than just uh, mugging up you know uh, <laughs> like uh, you're taught about the uh, evolution of tadpole and cockroach and you have to mug it up and you know you have to remember your whole life mm-hmm. i think these <laughs> things are way more important i think i yeah. agree i i completely agree with that what you taught is not relevant in our daily lives as no, much as the topics no i, I i'm not using anything that i've learned <laughs> i'm not using so many hours of my sleepless nights i'm not using it anywhere but what true. i'm using is the things i taught myself through mm-hmm. books and through experience and through travel i think we should have taught a bit of that that is that is true we have not been at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um actually based on what you talked about earlier i've noticed that the way you understand the divine nature of things is a little different you talk about how your body and soul are like two very different things 
about how um, there's you talked earlier about I've read about this like how you feel like there's a universal language behind everything and while going through that I felt like um, have you read the Alchemist by Paulo Coelho? Yeah, I yeah, felt, yeah. I felt it going along those lines. So, like, how did you how do you understand divinity? Is it like based on your religion, or is there something very different? How how is how does this supernatural? How do you understand it? <laughs> it's not based on my religion, to be very honest. I was a I was a very religious person when I was young. Like that was blind faith. When we all then when I was yeah <laughs> but then while i was growing up um i started re- uh, learning about all sort of religions mm-hmm. i started learning about uh, buddhism i started learning about christianity about the things that i can read upon and uh, it all fell into this concept of there is a higher power yeah. and that's it and the rest of the things were evolved around a certain region a certain time period and um, I hope this won't be controversial, but uh, <laughs> a lot of things were very irrelevant. A lot of things. And a lot of things was not, uh, I couldn't digest a lot of things that was said. Yeah. So I felt like my religion is something that I have to find out. And honestly, I would say that my religion is kindness. Yeah. My religion is nature my religion is learning uh, exploring humanity so um rather than you know um, i respect all religion right i take all the amazing beautiful things in uh, all sort of religions but i i hope my parents are not watching this <laughs> uh, but um I understand what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of rights, but then in between, there might be a lot of wrongs, which you might not necessarily believe. I feel like this was this was made for a a, a mob. Yeah. So, um, talking about certain religions, we have this concept of hell and heaven, right? Yeah. So when I was little, I was constantly said that, see, if you don't do something, you'll be sent to hell, hell. right? But yeah. I was never, I was never th- taught that. God is all about love. God is all about forgiveness. God is all about understanding you. God wants you to be happy. I was never said that. Mm-hmm. I was never said that God wants you to be happy. Uh, like yeah. throughout my childhood, like, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was taught that sacrificing is such a glorious thing, letting things go or, you know, yeah. uh, and uh, all the people who were glorified were the people who gave up something yeah. for others. But, uh, People who were never glorified were the people who lived for themselves, made something out of themselves, who had a lot of self-love and uh, who were self-sufficient. We were never taught about people like that. Yeah. That is- yeah. Even our, our, our uh, ancestors or our grandmothers, they, were, they, they all tell us, especially women, to say that, uh, I, I hope our audience are Malayalis. Is yeah, it? No? Um, not all of them, but then it's fine. Like 50% would be Malayalis. Yeah. So they're like... Um, uh, and we were never taught about self-love ever. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, that is something that we have to start teaching in schools mm-hmm. about how to be okay with yourself. Because by the time we, we realize that something like this exists, it's 
pretty late and then we have to take therapy and you know yeah then so many years is gone to understand the trauma that you went through and mm-hmm. a lot of years takes into healing and you know it's like something it's better you realize start. it's okay to accept yourself the way you are instead of instead of listening to everyone else yeah because we are we're all so different just like our dna's are different we're all yeah. such different amazing people and i think see i learned a lot from everyone okay. and uh, i think humans are so amazing and they shouldn't be put into one single mold mm. see this is the mold that the society have have for us like okay you have to get into school by this you have to get so much marks and then you have to get into college engineering or doctor or, or if you're lucky enough you can take some other profession then you have to get married and then you have to have two to three children and go into retirement homes that's it yeah. this is a mold yeah. that is set for everyone regardless yeah. of their gender or anything mm-hmm. but but why why do we have to do that we have the world is so beautiful to explore and uh, such beautiful things to explore why do you want to fit into a mold yeah. we are humans we are not objects we are not meant to be driven by someone else yeah you're not supposed to live someone else's story live your own story own up to your own story don't just borrow someone else's and live that that's something yeah. i Yeah. That, that is very true <laughs> um so moving on so basically most of us we have a fear of being judged right we uh, we constantly yeah. live up to like what you mentioned like when society is against us we constantly try until we learn to accept ourselves we always keep trying to like please other people right and if we don't if we if we face some sort of backlash we tend to like we tend to keep ourselves uh, we keep tend to restrain ourselves and it doesn't help us achieve our goals and even now after reaching where you are today you still face like hatred here and there some people online are always ready to speak out but how do you yeah. how can you stay confident like what is the secret behind that i can't say that i'm always confident there's a lot of times that i fall down like i lose all the hope that i have there is a lot of times that i i you know i just shatter but then i managed to get out mm. that's something i'm i'm like fatima i understand that you're feeling this emotion it's okay to feel this emotion and you want to cry sit and cry but after you cry get up yeah because you did this all on your own you came along you can't just give up because people are jobless yeah. because that's people, people are bored yeah yeah see yeah. That, that's something that we cannot deny like um so this is something this is a quote that i read uh, online and i thought it was amazing like uh, hate comes from a place where people feel like uh, the other person has something that they don't so yeah. instead of working on that they try to hate on them mm-hmm. and which is easier for them to do mm-hmm. so uh, always 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 there will be a group of people to hate you no matter what you do yeah. and uh, i think we should the problem with us is if there is 100 people to say beautiful things about you and if there's one person to say really bad things about you you always focus on the one person yeah uh, i don't know why we do that i do i tend to do that a lot but i am learning to focus on the other 100 people mm-hmm. who loves you so it could be that when someone says something nice about you sometimes we just probably don't learn to appreciate it like it's just like it's like okay that's that's it's, it's very hard for us to believe see it's very hard for us to believe when people compliment us and it's very easy to believe when someone says something yeah, yeah. 
because that goes with yeah. the way we think about ourselves maybe it's a lack of self confidence to start off with yeah, and that yeah. adds on Sel- a, a lack of self worth and self confidence that is what you know that is what i think a character uh, our characters has to be built in a very strong way in our childhood i think that's another thing that our education lacks okay that is true yeah <laughs> it's a lot of things that education system lacks <laughs> it's uh, uh, so you dealt with depression at one point and um you you said that you even tried to take your own life a couple of times and but you still made it through right but there are people who are still enslaved by depression who are fighting to make it through is there any advice you can give them from experience which can probably aid them in that battle Uh, it's a really worst topic to talk about i guess um i am a high functioning high functional uh person uh, it's not that i had depression at one point of my life i have something called borderline personality disorder it's something uh, that you know your brain is developed in a different way due to certain circumstances mm-hmm. and uh, depression is a part of that like you get intense episodes of depression and uh, there's this feeling of worthlessness there's this feeling of emptiness i i carry it always inside me so um when i was diagnosed with it for the first time i just couldn't accept it that you know it won't be cured overnight it was very hard for me to digest that fact yeah. so i was diagnosed by four other three other different doctors okay to make sure that this is what i have but once i understood that this is what i have i didn't want to cry about it and you know and i didn't want to blame anyone and sit in one corner i didn't want to do that i wanted to work on myself because i consider myself to be my closest friend i am my best friend and if my best friend is going through something like that i would definitely back them up i would definitely be there for them mm-hmm. so i can understand how hard i can i can i can understand how hard it is for people who go through mental illness because there is no proof that you can show to people in this world everyone needs proof for anything like yeah. if we have a cut in our hand we can show that see this is how deep the cut is this is how much it have healed like so people help you when they see something with their own eyes but as long as they can't see something since it's there in the mind no one can understand how deep it is or how it has affected you so um you can depend on people sometimes but it's a battle that you have to you have to win on your own and yeah and consider yourself to be your closest friend consider yourself to be your blood and your uh, closest relative and work on yourself because the world is too beautiful to miss out on the world is too beautiful mm-hmm. uh, to just leave very early so Right. Yeah. It's it's not worth it. I I so when uh during the time of um uh, Sushant Singh Rajput's demise right. and all the uh things that were happening at that moment it kind of really broke me down because I was constantly having this visual of uh minutes before that happened. and that was constantly playing in my head and that has affected me so much so i could understand that any one of us if we are going to do that um it will be over for us but 
it won't be over for the people around us yeah they are going to suffer all their life all their life yeah. because of what they did and uh this is something that always pull me back the people like, around me mm-hmm. like i want them to live happily i don't want them to suffer throughout their life so that has always pulled me back and yeah i i hope that other people have the strength that you have to fight through this and and break out from where they are I think we all have that strength we all have see I I read about I I think it's true I've read about this incident where a child was trapped under a car and a normal mother she just pulled up the car and took out the child so in certain situations that that you have to show courage and you have to show strength you really do that so I I think you just have to believe that you are really strong and fight your way through it and don't expect anyone else to do that for you there are people to help you but at the end it's your own battle you have to come out of it mm-hmm. yes is there any sub themes to your work right now like the artwork that you're doing is there any sub theme to it or um, like you said earlier is it like you start off in one place and then you see where it goes um these days uh, i'm focused more on to learn about the technicalities of art like uh, i have explored that surreal side that imaginary side of art quite a while ago and now i'm trying to learn it technically because i'm self taught and a lot of questions arise like um like i'm being questioned online a lot about yeah. my art education and you know um and stuff like that so i'm working on that technical side i'm trying to learn every day uh, so i'm spending a lot of time on on learning mostly mm-hmm. uh and uh i i really miss that that flow and that that process where i created something out of the blue but then yeah i think this is this time is essential for me to learn to talk about it authentically so i'm taking time to learn okay so you think that the fact that you're self taught isn't that like a isn't that like a blessing in a way because you have your own style which doesn't really match anyone else's it's it's um yeah it is a blessing on one side but it can be a little challenging on another side because um there is a lot of basics that that is taught to you just in one minute that self taught artists learn over years okay right so the things that uh, very experienced people learned over the years it's fed to you it's taught to you over over two years or something which artists like me has to take so many years to figure it out on our own okay like human anatomy and a lot of things like that right right so um it is challenging on one side but it's also a blessing on another side because um because like um you don't start things in a certain way you can explore a lot of options because you don't know how to do it yeah so yeah <laughs> that's nice and do you do you have anything planned for like or do you plan on any more exhibitions soon do you see uh, an end to the whole pandemic it's <laughs> like we can start with something new i think uh, the last 3 months were kind of okay for me but i think it's kind of really getting up to me at this point <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, I, I was quite nice. used to it. Pardon? In the beginning, it was nice, just like lie down and do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> in the beginning, like 
we could use it it was more like a vacation time for a lot of people yeah. they were yeah. all working out and cooking and exploring yeah. their hobbies but yeah. since it's becoming a lifestyle i think we miss the hustle yeah. a lot yeah, it's a lot of time yeah it's a lot of time to think about yourself yeah. <laughs> things that you've done maybe i don't want to be lost in my thoughts for so long right it's more than 3 months now but then i understand the situation we are all safe we are all yeah. so blessed there's a blessed. lot of people out there like really fighting it so it's not fair for us to complain yeah. at all it's not fair for me to it's complain not, at not, all it's not yeah that's true it's very true <laughs> yeah yeah so um but i think i think we should uh, so there was a time that uh, i i felt like i couldn't live alone that i always have to depend on people so whenever i feel like there is something that restricts me i go and do it to train myself to live through that so yeah. i feel like this was a this is a test period even if i have to live in a room for like so long i should be prepared for that so yeah all right yeah all of your artwork do you uh, do you draw inspiration from somewhere else or do you come up with it yourself um so like um many years back uh like three years back four years back when i did not have a lot of access to internet uh i used to paint everything from my imagination most of it from my imagination or the things uh that i had memory from like i think i had very few references but it was mostly out of my mind okay but uh as i started uh, understanding other works of artists i started listening to a lot of talks and stuff like that i understood that most artists they draw from reference it's very hard for you to draw from memory because uh if if uh, you are asked to draw a chair right now at this instant you can't rem- remember all the details about it so you, you can draw a basic ha huh? so even uh, like people like when they are asked to draw humans they start with a stick figure yeah because it's very hard for us to recall the details so mm-hmm. i wanted to explore the detail side i wanted to explore the anatomy i wanted to explore lighting texture and a lot of things and i started using a lot of references so uh, it's a very common practice to use references i don't know why um people make a fuss about it because uh, all great artists they all had references like uh, uh, for example da vinci's uh, mona lisa mona lisa was a real life model all of raja ravi varma's paintings were inspired from models like uh, they were sketched or painted life yeah. and uh, be it van gogh he used to put a canvas on fields or sceneries and he landscapes and he used to look at it and paint yeah. it's a very very common thing to do but uh i think people who do not have um much idea about how the whole thing works is the people who makes a huge issue out of artist using reference so it's a very common practice i think it's it's not a lo- talked about a lot in india or kerala but it's it's something that yes the a lot of artists the difference between you and maybe uh, ravi varma etc was maybe in their time no the internet didn't exist for people to come and rant yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's true yeah. and uh, and people respected i think people respected the outcome more yeah people respected the art more rather than questioning it all the time <laughs> so uh, again this is very subjective people ha- can have their opinions and everything but uh, this is a common practice that's the truth mm mm-hmm. and uh like uh, if i talk from my case 
um, mostly what I take reference is different from what I create. I add my own yeah. elements to it. I yeah. add my own colors to it. And it's not as easy as you think to paint I don't things think it's like easy. that. I really don't think it's easy. Yeah. So for me, uh, like I admire when I see the works of other artists or musician or anyone, I admire what I admire them is the hard work they put in, the hours yeah. that they put in, the passion that they put in, rather than the final outcome. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I think it's 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 part of the process that you know people criticize you. I take it in a a, a positive way because it helps me grow. When people question me uh, or, or challenge me, asking that, hey, do you think you can do it? I want to do it twice and take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. yeah, it's, it's definitely helping me grow. But, uh, but it is discouraging a lot of young artists, like uh, a lot of self-taught artists who use references when these kind of things arise. They are scared. A lot of uh, young artists, they talk to when they talk to me, they say that they're really scared to put out their pictures because they're scared they'll be judged for it and, and humiliated uh, online. That's the so, ugly uh, head of social media that you keep talking about. Yeah. And another thing is when this, all these issues were happening and the, that, uh, that uh, online campaign and everything was happening, I started learning about herd mentality. I started learning about mob mentality, why people uh, are acting the way that they do. So uh, if, you, if you read about herd mentality, it's like... Um, it's more like you join what is trending. Yeah. You do that. And uh, you feel a certain kind of belonging or you feel a certain kind of power when you join a mob or when you're part of something. And uh, so when I came to understand the psychology of it, I, I think I learned to deal with it better. Learned to ignore like it. I understood that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or give it uh, the deserving ignorance that it deserves. Yeah. Okay. So I take the good parts out of it. There are people who criticizes me in a good way. There are constructive criticism. I take it. I learn to improve on myself. And that is one reason that I'm learning every day. I'm trying yeah. to improve on myself every day. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually don't have time for people who are like really jobless and just stuff. out there to like, there's no, there's no, what do you say? There's no reasoning behind it. It's just outright blatant hate. Yeah, like uh, there are people who ask me like, okay, you have to record the entire time lapse of you drawing from the scratch till the end so that we can believe. I'm like, why should I make you, why should I prove it to you? This is my art. I mean, you have done that. I've seen live paintings. I've done live paintings. Yeah, I've done live paintings. But, you know, like it's never enough sometimes. So if you try to prove these people all the time, you will have to do it throughout your life. Right. Like imagine if I, if these people ask me to put out something like that, I put it out. And for the next work, they're like, we're not convinced with this. Where is the yeah. time lapse for that? So I don't want to spiral down that path. I don't want to do it to, uh, to me because I think I've grown better than that. So people are going to talk all the time. Uh, yeah just you be you you do you so yeah yeah what you're feeling like at a time when you feel something does that resonate in your art does your art change according to you uh actually yes even though that's not deliberate most of the time uh, what i've understood is um 
certain emotions of mine has a certain color okay like when i'm in love uh, all my words have has a guy on it uh, <laughs> and uh, it it has very very pleasant colors and very happy happy stuff when yeah. i'm sad even though i try creating happy paintings it there's a dull color to it and the and the things that is there is kind of dull so i felt like i reflect on my paintings it's not two things my art and me it's not two things it's kind of combined it's like so uh, has a particular meaning to it like that's what you're saying um uh, i think um there's something called a mood board okay before you do a painting uh, you decide what mood you want to bring to the work like okay. uh, when you create mood board there'll be a there, there can be a morning scene an evening scene a dawn scene so uh, i think that mood board keeps on changing according to my mindset or my emotions at that point okay fine hey that covers that covers everything so yeah. thanks a lot again thank you so much for being part of my pleasure it's it's been an thank honor thank you for being a kind host <laughs>